Going Linux, episode 433, Run Ubuntu Mate on a 2-in-1 convertible laptop. Welcome to the Going Linux podcast. I'm your host, Larry Bushy. Whether you are new to Linux, upgrading from Windows to Linux, or just thinking about moving to Linux, this podcast will provide you with valuable information and advice that will help you in Going Linux. We hope that you'll find this and all of our episodes helpful in learning about Linux and open source applications and using them to get things done. If you want to send us feedback, our email address is goinglinux at gmail.com and our voicemail line is 1-904-468-7889. In today's episode, five steps to configuring the Lenovo IdeaPad with its stylus using Ubuntu Mate. My Lenovo Flex 5i is a 2-in-1, also known as convertible, laptop, with the ability to use the touchscreen with a finger or included stylus on the screen. A characteristic of the 2-in-1 is typically that you can fold the display back onto the keyboard and use it as a tablet. Ubuntu Mate provides support for touchscreens by default. I did, however, have to make some adjustments to the stylus and screen mapping when using the stylus in order for the stylus to be recognized correctly. In this episode, I describe those adjustments and some optional additional setup steps that make it more convenient to use the laptop in tablet mode. Additional details, including examples of what I have done to make it easier to use, are included in the show notes. The article is run Ubuntu Mate on a 2-in-1 convertible laptop. The specific model that I have is the Lenovo IdeaPad Flex 5i14IAU7. And I believe that the process I describe here will help anyone with a two-in-one laptop, regardless of make or model, and to some degree, regardless of which Linux distribution you want to use on it. The nice thing about Ubuntu Mate is it mostly worked just out of the box. Now, after I replaced Windows with Ubuntu Mate 22.04, everything appeared to work just fine before I tried rotating the screen. For purposes of testing, I used the Displays application to rotate the screen left, right, and inverted, as well as back to the normal orientation. After rotating the screen, using my finger on the touchscreen worked just fine, no matter the orientation. However, the stylus only worked properly in the normal landscape orientation. I found that the stylus appeared to be mapped incorrectly in the other orientations. For example, when orienting the screen upside down, also referred to as inverted landscape in the article, tapping the stylus in the upper left corner of the screen would make the pointer appear in the lower right corner. A little annoying. So let's take a look at how to map the stylus correctly for different screen orientations. In order to get the stylus to map correctly, and knowing that the finger touch was mapped correctly, regardless of the orientation, I compared the mapping for the finger and the stylus in each orientation. 
And here's how I did that. I'll have a reference to the article on the archlinux.org site that I use to figure out how to do this if you're interested in digging into additional detail beyond what I go into here and in the article. First, I determined the names of the touch-enabled hardware using the xset wacom command. I typed this into a terminal. Now, this is just one line. It's not going to be a long list of commands that I'm going to read out. I typed xset wacom, which you spell x S-E-T-W-A-C-O-M space dash dash list space devices. So setwaycom list devices. The output I received identified the stylus as Wacom HID52C8 pen stylus. And for the eraser on the pen which I have yet to explore whether the eraser actually works, uh, was Wacom HID52C pen eraser. And the finger, when you're using the finger on the screen, was identified as Wacom HID52C8 finger touch. So pen stylus, pen eraser, and finger touch. We'll deal with the stylus and the touch in this episode. By the way, Xset Wacom is installed in Ubuntu Mate 22.04 by default, so nothing to install there. The second of the five steps is to determine the coordinate map for each device using the command xinput space list dash props, as in list the properties. So the specific command I used was xinput space list dash props space and then in double quotes Wacom HID 52C8 pen stylus. So I'm listing the properties of the pen stylus using the X input command. In my case, I discovered the stylus used the same mapping no matter what the screen orientation. And the output that I got had about five lines related to the pen stylus mapping. And we don't need all five lines, and we don't even need all of the line that reads coordinate transform map, the critical one for actually using the mapping and controlling the mapping. The line, after removing all the excess zeros and everything that we need uh, and everything we don't need, reads coordinate transform matrix in double quotes, and then a series of ones and zeros representing how the stylus should be mapped to the screen. I'm not going to read that out here on the podcast, but you can refer to the article for very specifics if you're interested in that. Now, while the screen was in each of the four orientations, normal, left, right, and inverted, I ran this command to see the mapping used by the finger touch device. I wanted to see that one because it was behaving correctly, and I wanted to remap the stylus so that it matched the mapping for the finger touch in each orientation. So I used the xinput list props command, and uh, in double quotes, the Wacom HID52C8 finger touch. So that command lists the coordinate transform matrix for each orientation, 
And looking at the zeros and ones, you can see that there are now some zeros and ones and minus ones as well that represent the orientation. Again, all of this is listed in the article. Step three is using that information to create on-screen buttons. So just to recap, step one was determine the names of the devices. Step two was using the xsetwaycom command. Step two was determine the coordinate map for each device using xinput list-props. And now what we're going to do is use that information to create on-screen buttons to allow you to tap the button to rotate the screen and remap the stylus as it's rotated. In step three, I created scripts to change the screen orientation and stylus mapping using a launcher on one of Ubuntu Mate's panels. In my case, I'm using Ubuntu Mate's familiar panel layout, so I created four separate buttons and created them on the lower panel. First, I wrote for the four scripts using the commands XRANDR to rotate the screen, X input space set dash props to set the mapping, G settings space set to enable or disable finger touch to prevent my hand from accidentally moving the cursor when using the pen, and notify dash send to provide feedback on the screen. Note that each of those commands that I used are provided out of the box in Ubuntu Mate 22.04. I have the entire script that I used in each case in the article that we link in the show notes. So now that I have the four scripts that I need to use for each of the four orientations of the screen, I created those panel buttons. These are actually app launchers and I assigned the appropriate script to each button to simplify switching screen orientations and stylus mappings. Ubuntu Mate makes it very easy to add icons, also referred to as shortcuts or launchers, to the menu, desktop, and panels, and have them launch applications, or in this case, custom scripts. I'll have a link in the show notes to the reference from the Ubuntu Mate guide on how to create icons, like the ones I use. For those of you who want to follow along, here are the steps I use to create the launcher. Just fast forward if you don't want to hear me walk through these quick seven steps. The first one is to click on the panel near where you want the new launcher button to appear and choose Add to Panel from the menu. Choose Custom Application Launcher from the list and click Add. Click in the field labeled Name and enter the words you want to appear when you hover over the button. For the first orientation, I named it Orientation Landscape so that I could identify it easily. In the command field, click the Browse button to navigate to and open the script you want to run. To change the icon from the menu item, click on the icon that's displayed by default. That's a button that allows you to browse the icons and PixMap folders to select the icon you want to use, then click Open. For this button, I used the inverted V icon that I found in the USR Share Icons Yaru folder under Icons, and I selected the inverted V as there are four orientation icons that match one another. I'll have that list of icons 
in the article linked in the, from the show notes as well. The final two steps are to click the OK button to create your panel launcher, and then right-click on the panel launcher that you just created and choose Move, and then Lock to Panel to ensure that the button appears exactly where you want it on the panel. It's actually pretty straightforward, and if you look at the article, you'll see exactly how that works with the illustrations that I've provided. Now, the final of the five steps is to enable the on-screen keyboard so that you can type characters, numbers, letters, whatever you want uh, with the stylus when your laptop is in tablet mode. Onboard is the name of Ubuntu Mate's on-screen keyboard. Onboard is pre-installed in Ubuntu Mate and is available at the press of a few keys for anyone requiring the use of an on-screen keyboard in place of traditional hardware keyboard. In addition to supporting mobility-impaired users, Onboard provides support for tablet and touchscreen computers, like when the 2-in-1 is in tablet mode and the physical keyboard is disabled. By the way, that disabling of the keyboard happens automatically with my Flex 5i and Ubuntu Mate 22.04. You can also enable Onboard so that it's available on screen right at startup. So you'll want to, in the control panel, select Assistive Technology and check the box labeled Enable Assistive Technologies. Then click the Preferred Applications button select the Accessibility tab, and check the box labeled Run at Startup. Those are really the only things you have to do to make Onboard appear when you start your computer. There are other preferences that you can change to suit your taste. They're available in the Control Center application in the Personal section as Onboard Settings on Ubuntu Mate 22.04. Those are the five steps. We have one more bonus step on how to configure the stylus hardware buttons. On the stylus that came with my Lenovo Flex 5i, it has uh, two buttons, an up and a down button, each of which you can configure. I chose to configure only one of those buttons for right-click, since that is the one thing that I need to be able to do from the stylus that isn't configured by default. So I used the X input command to determine the name of the stylus as we did above. And for my laptop, the command to enable the right click was X set Wacom space dash dash set, then the name of the stylus in double quotes as we did before, but now we append to that space button, space two, space three. That actually sets button number two to the right-click function. And that's it. I realize that following commands like this on an audio podcast can be a little distracting and not all that easy to follow. But if you listen to this episode again, following the article that we link to in the show notes, it will all make sense. And the illustrations and screenshots that I use there right from my laptop will help you in following along and doing this for your laptop as well. Let me know what you think. 
Let me know if you have a two-in-one laptop and I have been wanting to get it configured to use correctly. And I've been a little frustrated that the pen or stylus hasn't worked the way you expect it to. If this helps you out, please let me know. If you have any trouble, also let us know, especially if you find a solution to whatever that trouble is on your laptop model or the distribution of Linux that you are using. Interested in hearing success stories? Also interested in hearing any trouble that you have? Maybe we can help you out, or maybe another listener to the podcast can help you out through their feedback. And that's it for this episode. Our next episode is listener feedback. Until then, go to our website at goinglinux.com for articles and show notes, as well as links to download and subscribe. We provide the website for computer users who just want to use Linux to get things done. And if you like, you can participate directly with our friendly and helpful community members by joining the discussion in our Going Linux podcast community on community.goinglinux.com. Until next time, thanks for listening. Music provided by Mark Blasco at podcastthemes.com.